You are listening to the Faith, Love, and Relationship Podcast with Melvin Davis. And we are back for part two of Green Flags in a Godly Relationship. Please listen to part one so you can follow along. Um, but let's get started. I want to pray first. I want to pray and have a scripture that's going to be the foundation of this message. Um, that scripture is going to come from Galatians 5, uh, verses 22. So Galatians 5, 22. Jesus, I thank you so much for being uh, Lord and Savior. Thank you for your word. It gives us clarity. It draws out all confusion. And God, I just um, I rebuke anything that attempts to exalt itself against you and your word. I pray that you will remove the secular out of conversations and messages um, surrounding relationships and the way that you have designed and ordained them. I pray, Lord, that you will open up the eyes and ears of those who are listening, um, that you will give them uh, a heart of understanding, that they'll be able to comprehend um, your knowledge, um, comprehend your word comprehend your ways and understand your revelation of your word I pray for those God who are single that you will fill them with the love that they may be content in their singleness Lord I pray for those who are in relationships who are courting that your will will be revealed um, concerning the relationship that your peace and um, and confirmation will be with those God that you have um, that you have brought together in your perfect timing and I pray God also for those who are in relationships and there's doubt there's unrest at night there's um, some second guessing <clears throat> There is uneasiness. There are some gray areas. I pray, God, that you will settle. Settle all of those things, God, that are troubling people in relationships and couples. Um, so that no one is, is, is wasting time or trying to love outside of, you, uh, outside of your will. I pray, Jesus, that you will speak through me. And that you anoint the words that come from my mouth. I love you. I honor you, Lord Jesus. It's your name that I pray. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. So let's get into this wonderful message that I have for you. If you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and... Um, 
page 2 um, or scroll to Galatians 5 22 this is going to be the foundation of this message the scripture is going to be the foundation of this message um, and as I read these scriptures uh, or verses or read this yeah the two verses um, keep Galatians 5 22 and 23 in mind as I go through these uh, points of green flags in a God relationship <clears throat> I said before that you know you hear we, we hear so much about the red flags um, but it's very rare that you he you hear about the green ones and I think the red flags have created and and, and probably have made people um, paranoid you know when it comes to uh, courting relationships or meeting someone that they uh, are interested in and red flags they, they do exist um, there are several things that um, that may be a sign of, of warning um, that you know that's an indication that is the, this relationship that you're pursuing is not God's will um, and but however on 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 the other side there are some green flags um, that's pointing in a direction or a God direction um, that your relationship is in the will of God and God continues to confirm it by way of green flags. The green is an indication that you should continue to go forward and to and to move um, at the pace of God's timing. I hope this is all making sense to you. So I'm going to read Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23. Again, keep uh, keep these verses in mind as I go through this message because they, they do correlate. Verse 22, and this is the um, NLT version. Um, this is the version that I was reading earlier today because this is a, um, um, I'm working, writing the sequel of Hill for Love. Um, and if you read Hill for Love, you know that First Corinthians thirteen is the foundation, foundational scripture of that story. Um, this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, um, but in the sequel, I'm adding another layer of foundation to David and Jennifer's relationship, and that is Galatians five, twenty-two, uh, twenty-three, and it reads, "But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives." Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. I'm going to read it again. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you never looked at Galatians 5, 23 this way, I want you to do so right now. So when you go back and read the Gospels, you see the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ. And when you have a relationship that is God- ordained 
the fruits of the Holy Spirit are evident in that relationship and I guess this is like um, I didn't have this uh, typed down um, per se but as we as I speak in this moment a green flag of a godly relationship is evidence of the fruit of the Holy Spirit <clears throat> and in that relationship in that courtship that you have you're going to have love joy peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness gentleness and self-control and it, it's kind of like it really ties into my first point what I have here and my first point is a green flag in a godly relationship <clears throat> excuse me the first point is the foundation of your relationship isn't based on feelings and I'm going to read this quote that I actually posted the other night so the first point is the foundation of your relationship isn't based on feelings <clears throat> and my quote reads feelings alone aren't confirmation the forecast changes but God's will remains the same what do I mean by feelings alone aren't they're not they're not enough <clears throat> that the forecast changes and I um, the caption that I that I wrote in that quote was I've never fully trusted a woman who could not love outside of her emotions because if your relationship is is, um, is the foundation of your courtship or relationship is based on sappy feelings how how I feel how you feel um, those feelings can change um, several hours later or or a day later based upon you know whatever external circumstances that may happen in your life that one day you can be madly in love with someone and then the next day be unsure about how you feel about that person and so our feelings will fluctuate based upon you know whatever variables or things that happen in our lives or whatever that person may say to us um, that make us feel like we're like the special most special person in this world or make us feel like we're not or make us feel um, inadequate or we are incapable of meeting their needs and so words you know what we say to each other can dictate or or have an influence about how we feel about that person and if the foundation of your relationship is is based on feelings feelings aren't enough but when you have a relationship that is that is based on the word of god that's based on the confirmation and the peace of god you have a solid foundation and i think the scripture that i um i don't have it in front of me at this minute but i think uh the scripture that i gave yesterday um that went with this quote was from matthew 7 and this is what jesus was talking about you know a found your foundation how the faith um or whatever foundation your faith is built on or your house is built on the sand or if it's built on rock you know when the waves come and if your house is built on sand it's going to collapse it's going to fall apart and sand is kind of like the equivalent of feelings feelings are the sand of a relationship feelings are the sand in a relationship 
because when you have some challenges that that may that will lie up you know that may unforeseen unforeseen challenges that may be down the road or an unforeseen uh intense passionate disagreement when those things come and you have to keep in mind that the enemy is 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 you know he he seeks to still kill and destroy and so anything that god has for you it's in satan's will to destroy it to pull it apart and when the enemy comes and 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 tries your relationship your courtship and and what you're trying to build in christ if that foundation is on based on feelings it's not going to last it's, it's going to collapse and in my own personal life i've you know my uh definition of of love has matured and 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 has grown in such a way um as i begin to spend more intimate time with god my definition of love began to to change it and and become more um uh, I would say more solid and sound because it was it was it began to um, be based on word on the word of God. I began to put feelings in its proper proper perspective, and I'm not saying that it's it's wrong to have feelings for someone or it's a negative thing to have feelings for some for someone. I mean, we are human, and feelings and emotions is a gift from God that's that's that those are the very things that makes us human but my point is that love will continue on when you no longer feel and this thought uh, or truth crossed my mind a couple months ago and, and this relates to not just romantic relationships but I'm talking about friendships as, as well and you know, I think it's it's interesting of how two people can be friends for 20 plus years and they have one disagreement, whether it be about politics, the vaccine, the COVID or whatever it is, what have you. And there's a disagreement and that friendship ends and that per and those two people stop talking to each other. As if they never existed. Why? Because the covenant or the very thing that kept them together as friends, it was not built on the word of God. And you want you want the word of God um, to be the foundation of your relationship. And when you are with someone that you equally yoke with and that God has brought into your life. You're going to have that foundation that is that is that your relationship and your love is rooted in Christ. And that's a green flag to have in your relationship. If you are with someone. And your love for them. Goes beyond what you feel for them. You headed in the right direction. You have found something that is rare to have in this world because the truth is a lot of people are overly emotional you're talking to one person one day the next week or next month they're talking to someone else that month pass passes they're talking to someone else 
They're in one relationship and in another relationship. These are the result and evidence of emotions. That's the fruit of the flesh. And this is actually kind of taken away from things that I've mentioned in the sequel of my book in the introduction where I talked about the fruit of the spirit versus the fruit of the flesh. But when you're with someone and that love is, is more than just a feeling, but it's also but it's also couched in the word of God. That's a green flag to have. Because now you're with, you're with someone that you can trust, that you that that someone that is is solid and firm in their identity in Christ. And they're able to control their feelings and their feelings don't change based on a disagreement. Because you can always go to the word of God to resolve issues. And that, and that was a, a green flag that I mentioned in part one. But praise God, if you are with someone and the foundation of your relationship isn't based on feelings, because the forecast of the weather will always change. It can be forecast to be rainy from 8 to 10 a.m. And that forecast may have been by 6 o'clock in the evening. But at twelve at but at twelve or one a.m., the forecast can be can be, you know, sun and cloudy or cloudiness or it it can be it can jump from, you know, a chance of rain to no rain. And you want you want to be with someone, with a forecast of their love that's not changed based upon, a disagreement, or whatever thing that you know. Um, thing that happens that you may not be able to have control over. Another green flag. Let's go. I'm kind of enjoying this message right now because I'm kind of like preaching to myself here. But another green flag in the godly relationship is that you're not nitpicking at each other's faults. You're not nitpicking at each other's faults and that's not to say like there's nothing wrong with like bringing something to um, you know putting something on the table or, or bring a, attention to something that could be uh, problematic to the relationship no I'm not saying that but to the point where you're nitpicking because you are unappreciative or you're overly um, critical you know, these are kind of behaviors and, 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 and characteristics that would like tear a person down. And no one wants to be in a relationship where their partner, their significant other is constantly telling them what they did wrong and not celebrating the things that they have done right. And and, and again, you know, it, it, the scripture says, you know, re remove the speck from your eye before you point out the speck in someone else's eyes meaning that you have to keep in mind that you know that you are imperfect and that you have shortcomings and just because your significant other isn't pointing things constantly pointing things out about you does not mean they have nothing to say they may they may be making a choice to love you despite your imperfections and now don't get me wrong here 
again, there's nothing wrong with, you know, talking about something that continues to be a problem in your relationship or that continues to be a stumbling block um, that pulls you apart from from loving one another. But when it comes to, you know, uh, critical being or, or having a critical uh, spirit of criticism that can weigh down on your significant other. So a green flag is that you 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 are celebrating each other's strengths and the things that you you do right and praying about the shortcomings or character flaws that you both may have. And you know the uh, I would say the underlying uh, or the the difference maker when it comes to nitpicking is that is this person doing it out of love? Because there are those who are preaching and teaching the gospel out of a spirit of self-righteousness. And they are creating a stirring um, condemnation rather than conviction. And when you are self-righteous, it means that you're looking at the faults of everyone else's. Why you're not talking about your own shortcomings or because you no one can see you what you do behind closed doors you feel that you have a license to talk publicly about someone else's and you don't want that spirit of self-righteousness in your relationship because it's going to you know it's going to damage it another green flag in the godly relationship is that the both of you are healed and so tie free you're healed and so tie free how do you know that you're healed and so tie free because your past is the past and i mentioned in the first part that you know a sign of of of, of being broken and wounded is that you can become clingy or, or codependent on someone or you you smother them um Another indication of 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 not being held or so time free is that you continue to talk about your ex. It's okay to like, you know, reference, um, like, hey, this is what I've this is what I've gone through in my past. Um, you know, when someone asks you what happened in your last relationship or or what went wrong. There's nothing wrong. I'm not saying that you you shouldn't be able to, to discuss or talk about your past relationship. Uh, and sometimes people often talk about the things that they experienced in their past because they don't want to, you know, have those things, uh, re you know, occur again in their current relationship. So it's kind of like a precursor, like, hey, by the way, you know, this is what I experienced and I don't want to go through this again. Well, this is the type of person that I've that I've dated or courted, and I this is something that I can't, you know, this is a red flag that that's that's going to be non-negotiable for me. But when you are both healed and soul tie free, you can focus on each other rather than someone else or what happened to you in the past. And when you're healed and soul tie free, there is no fear of of being hurt 
or being trampled on or or mistreated because you're both in a position to you know want to do things god's god's way and you want to build a relationship and you want to love each other you know w without the fear of all the things that you have gone through in your past that may have torn you apart but you can focus on each other in the direction that God is 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 calling you to when you're healed and soul time free but when you are with someone and they continue to bring up their ex or they have pictures of their ex or belongings and gifts and things of their ex and it continues to be a topic of conversation in your relationship that is a red flag that there is a soul tie or there there is some healing or something that needs to be resolved that has not been taken care of yet and when you're healed and soul tie free you're not in a position uh, to drain to, dr to be draining to one another you're not in a position to where you are Offering counseling services or psychotherapy to your significant other, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be there um, for the person that God has has brought into your life. That you shouldn't be a uh, a presence of support, or you know, give a listening ear um, or pray with that person. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying, and you know what I'm talking about, when your relationship shifts from loving to helping that means that there's something wrong that means that there's something there there is something in the past that has not been resolved um, that's trying to be you know resolved in the current in your current relationship and it's unfair to put that uh, for your significant other to carry that weight or to put on that hat I know speaking from me because and most of my exchanges I'm doing the listening or the counseling I don't want that in my next relationship I want to be in a position where I am healed and soul tie free and I am healed and soul tie free I want to marry a woman who's healed and soul tie free because I know if I end up having to carry the weight of having to counsel minister pray for healing intercede and, and listen and I'm already doing that outside of the relationship who do I have to fill me up who do I have to pour back into me and a green flag, this green flag that I'm talking about of being healed and soul tie free, you, you're able and equipped to pour into each other. Why? Because you are healed and soul tie free. My next point, and this is very important here. The relationship, another green flag is that your relationship isn't a community project. Let me say that again. Another green flag in a godly relationship is that your relationship isn't a community project. What do I mean by that? 
it means your relationship is first between you and God and there's nothing wrong with like having an accountability um, there's nothing wrong with having a support support system of, of godly of being surrounded by godly people who are able to hear from God and based upon the ability to hear from God can then offer you godly counsel and wisdom um, that's that will essentially just point you back to what the word of God says and not what they personally think or feel about your relationship but when your relationship is a community project that means that you have several voices who have a say in your relationship and all that does is that it creates confusion and then you have differentiating thoughts and opinions about what direction which direction you should go about your relationship and that can be that can be devastating it can be detrimental um, to your courtship but when you are and this goes back to being equally yoked and this is something that I mentioned before and I'm gonna I think it's uh, I think it's pertinent for me to say it again is that a man cannot lead in a godly relationship if he's not first being led by God a woman cannot be led in a godly relationship if she's unable to hear from God because when your when your relationship becomes a community project meaning you got multiple builders trying to measure there and 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 hammer there and, and trying to help you piece your relationship together it means that either one of you aren't able to discern God's will for that relationship you can't read the forecast and when you can't read the forecast you will invite other builders other meteorologists into your relationship that's trying to predict and forecast what's going to come and some of those friends or accountability partners might be right because they, they have the wisdom and the spirit of counsel in them and some of them probably will be wrong but my point is a green flag is that your relationship is built on the word of God and you too are able to go to God first for counsel for wisdom for guidance and direction rather than trying to go to a secondary source and again don't misunderstand me there's nothing wrong with having accountability but you must be able to hear for God for yourself because your parents when your parents have a say your friends have a say whomever has a say your parents or whoever what they think can go against what God's will is you have to be able to hear from God for yourself your relationship your marriage should between should be between you you two and the Lord it shouldn't be a community project 
another green flag in the godly relationship and this is really good I think I probably mentioned this before but if I did just please forgive me have mercy upon me another green flag in the God relationship and if you have not arrived to this point in life I pray that you will another green flag you love each other's company you love each other's company and you're more than friends you're more I'm sorry you're more than lovers you're also friends a green flag and this is oh my gosh I'm getting excited and if you are if you already have this I'm I'm a little bit envious and jealous that you have this but to be with someone that you are physically attracted to emotionally attracted to intellectually attracted to spiritually attracted to and you have that friendship when you're able just to be who you are and, and, and be genuine and, and authentic and who Christ created you to be and you love being in each other's company meaning that it's, it's not like a, a, a task or uh, a chore it's an awesome green flag to have because this is the person that you're going to be spending the rest of your life with and it, it like it kind of like uh, when I hear couples talk about I can't be in the same room as him or I can't be in the same same room as her and these are people who have been married and they and they annoy each other I'm like that sounds like tolerance <laughs> it doesn't sound like love like the love of your life shouldn't be annoying to you to annoying to you to the point where you don't like being around him and, and 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 of course there might be some quirks or habits traits or, or that people or that you have done in in your life as a single person for i don't know several years and then you know it's a little bit of, of an adjustment to change certain things because you're used to being alone and you're used to doing certain things away but when you have someone else in your life you gotta adapt and make adjustments and changes but i'm talking about the core of a person a green flag in a relationship is when you love the core of that person and you love their company you you love being around around them you don't get tired of, of seeing that person why because you're friends and best friends like more than likely if they're able to talk to each other every day isn't it isn't it this is something that has dawned on me just now in this moment People have married their acquaintance. They didn't marry their friend or their best friend. They marry someone they are acquainted with. And when you are an acquaintance, and and, and I um, mentioned something in, in, a, in a post about this, um, the difference between an acquaintance and, and, and a friend is that they both play two different roles in your life and one one is more committed uh, and present and available more so than the other and sometimes people end up getting their feelings hurt because they have mistaken 
a friend for an acquaintance. Ouch. Please don't get the the two confused and there's nothing wrong with having both. You just have to know what each person where each person stands. But people end up marrying in an acquaintance they're in, in, in an acquaintance because of feelings of what they felt in the moment or because of beauty, physical attraction, things that had nothing to do with the confirmation and peace of God. Ladies and gentlemen, a green flag, another green flag in the God relationship is that you're not just courting someone that you have a romantic uh, thing for. You are courting or being courted by someone who's also your friend. And when you are friends, you thrive in each other's presence. You love each other's company. You always have something to talk about. And when you marry an acquaintance, you have to find things to talk about. And that's not something that you want. See, love, see, love flows. Um, love flows effortless, effortlessly. When you are with someone who's also your friend. But when you are with an acquaintance, you're catching up with someone you haven't spoken to while you, you, you have to catch up and it's nothing wrong with catching up. But once you have done, you know, you, you, you brought that person up to speed to what has been going on in your life, then that conversation ends. And then that's, that's that until you speak to that person again. A friendship was not like that. So if you are with someone that you're 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 more than lovers, but you're also friends, and you love each other's company, that's a green flag. The next point that I want to bring to your attention, I hope you are enjoying this so far. I'm getting happy and and, and excited, um, and I and I do pray that you are keeping in mind Galatians five twenty two and twenty three because. It parallels to everything that I'm pointing out here. And I hope that you can you can see, you know, the fruit of the spirit in the in in a godly relationship. I hope you're hearing the love, the joy and the peace and the patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness, the gentleness and self control as I go through these points here. But my next point, next green flag, is that you are both givers. You're both givers. Like you are, you are practically fighting over how you can like cater to one another, and how you can make each other's lives better. You're not looking to like withdraw, to take, uh, to spend, but you're you're looking to to give 
and 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 I would say to 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 tithe more than ten percent, but you're willing to tithe a hundred percent into the relationship, and I'm not talking about like monetary here, but I'm talking about putting each other first, where you're willing to give of each other, where you're willing to sacrifice for one another. You're willing to listen to another, to put the other person first. You're willing to uh, to treat that person, you know, whatever whatever you know special novelty that they have. You're you're willing to to do that just because you're you're basically trying to outgive one another. There is no uh, spirit or sense of entitlement when you're both givers. And a red flag in a, in a in a relationship is a sense of entitlement. You should, you're supposed to. No one wants to love under those conditions. No one wants to give under those conditions. But when you are with someone, and the fruit of the spirit is 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 evident and and this in that person, you would you want to give to them. Why? Because you're significant of this kind. They're full of love. They're full of joy and peace. These are the things that they bring to your life. When when someone comes into your life, and they come with love, they come with joy, and they come with peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. You want to give. Why? Because that person is good. Just because. You are both givers. When you're equally yoked. Wow. You are both givers when you're equally yoked. And that's the green flag. If you have this and you're you're both giving to one another and no one doesn't feel like they're being, you know, spent or extended to the extent that they feel like they're the only one giving or, or putting forth a hundred percent in a relationship, then that becomes draining. And that relationship is based on withdrawals and not deposits. Another green flag, in addition to both being givers, and this is good. I think this is really good right here. This is something something for me to keep in mind as I as I move forward in life and in waiting for God to reveal who my wife is. Another green flag. Is that you're protecting and respecting each other's innocence and purity. And I mentioned in part one, I talked about, you know, having boundaries and having mutual grounds of limitations. Meaning that you are respecting one another's innocence and purity of abstaining until marriage. When you are with someone that you love, you truly love and you care about, you want to protect their innocence. You want to set boundaries that's going to keep your love, your relationship pure, and not tainted by the works of the flesh. There is, um, I don't want to give it away, but there, there are two other parts that I, that I have to go with this, uh, 
this message of green flags and a God relationship, and I'm going to do one for of uh, for women, for women in Christ, of what you know, green flags that's going to be for women, and also green flags that's going to be that's going to um, be beneficial um, for 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 men in Christ, the things that what a man should look out for. But I'm going to say this really quick, without going too much in depth. My ladies in Christ, trust me when I say this. When a man loves you, right? And he sees you as a virtuous woman, the virtuous woman that you are. Although he may be sexually attracted to you. It's not going to come from a place of lust. He's going to have the desire to wait until marriage. And that desire to wait is going to be preserved based upon how you protect and respect each other's innocence and purity. And this goes for men as well. Yeah, she might find you handsome and and sexually attractive as well, and seductive, what have you, sensual and alluring, and all of the, all of those good things that attracts women to men. If she loves you and she respects you, she's going to protect your innocence. And your parenting. And I'm kind of tired of, of, of seeing these messages out there where a man is always at fault when sex happens. You don't think a woman can tempt, provoke a man into having sex? The devil is a lie. Because men, when a woman respects you, she's going to want to wait. She's going to protect your innocence. Hold herself accountable to the word of God. As well as hold you accountable to the word of God. And she's going to be able to pray with you when you are tempted. If you get, if you become tempted... She's going to want to pray with you. Ladies, he's going to want to pray with you so that God is both strengthening you with the fruit of self-control, the fruit of the spirit, to have the supernatural ability to wait. So a green flag is that you're protecting and respecting each other's innocence and purity. My last point before I uh, conclude part two of green flags in the godly relationship ladies and gentlemen i hope you are loving this message i am because this i'm i'm preaching and teaching to myself it's one of the things that i love about god's word that when he gives you a message to share with the body it may also be for you another green flag in the god relationship this is good stuff here. 
is that you are exclusive with one another what do I mean that you are the only one that you're seeing right now I know you can say well we're just talking we're not exclusive yet right and there and if you are talking to other people while you are getting to know someone then, then that should be evident the other person that you know the other party that's involved should know that you are also talking to other people because that gives the person uh, the option um, to whether take a step back and do the same or you know whatever they choose to do that would be within their own will to do so but when you are courting a green flag in a relationship is that you you are both well I'm gonna say this you're not distracted or entertaining anyone else why because you have something special you found something special that is rare and why would you want to like forfeit that and lose what God or who God has gifted you with by dividing your time and intention and affection with someone else and when a man wants to be exclusive with you that means that he's serious about you he's saying he's communicating to you like there's no need for me to look because I already have what I what God has what I have prayed for I already have the desires of my heart and there's there's no need for me to talk to another woman spend my time with another woman to text another woman I've already found my virtuous Proverbs 31 woman and men when a woman makes a decision to cut off potential prospects that she may have chooses to ignore those hearts and likes on her social media and she's not no longer moved by that but when she sees that you hearted or like that message and it moves her heart that means that she's serious about you it means that you have her undivided attention my brothers and sisters in Christ I am happy and ecstatic for you because of the green flags in your relationship all these things that I've uh, pointed out these are things that seem very simplistic things that you probably have already uh, heard about but these things are rare to find the green flags in your relationship was is, you know having a foundation of love your relationship is not built on feelings that is founded on the word of God and the confirmation of God and the peace of God when you're with someone that they're not constantly nitpicking at you bringing you down making you dread the next time of having to see them or talk to them but they're celebrating 
the positive things that you have done in their life and the value that you have, that they have brought to your life of you have brought to their life and they're they're choosing to uh, to talk things up with you with the word of God and to pray about issues and mishaps that that may occur in relationship you're with someone special you're with someone special when you you are healed and soul tie free and this is extremely rare to find because there are thousands of people who are trying to love wounded who are trying to love broken and it has not dawned on them it has not resonated in their hearts that maybe I should heal first maybe I should break this soul tie before I try to give my heart to someone else if you're with someone and your relationship is not a community project and you two are able to pray to God and go to God uh, about whatever direction or decision make uh, decision that you need to make that's a green flag you're with someone you're equally yoked with that you can trust and that and, and to know that you are in this relationship together to do things God's way to be obedient to God and not to the thoughts and opinions of the outside voices I mean that's a safe space I know that sounds cliche but it's a safe space to be with someone who you can go and say hey let's go and pray to God about this let's see what the Lord where the Lord stands about when we should get engaged or when we should get married get married or when we should have a family you know these these are important topics and, 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 and conversations and decisions that you will eventually have to make but it all must first start with God what does God have to say another green flag is that you you love each other's company that you're more than lovers you're, you're, you're also friends wow how how like how amazing it is to wake up every day wanting to be with the love of your life and maybe you may not be in a position to to live together because you're not married or you might be in a long distance relationship and you can't wait to talk to that person again or if you are local you can't wait to get together hang out with that person again like there is a an excitement of, of expectancy that I'm looking forward to looking into her eyes again I'm looking forward to look into his eyes again and 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 experience him in person love gives you something to look forward to and when you are with someone who's a giver and you're both the givers you, you you're never going to feel depleted there's going to be an equal distribution of love and resources no one is 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 feeling entitled and only wants to take because they want to feel special or spoiled but when you're both givers your your relationship is is more balanced another green flag that you 
are experiencing, I'm really excited and happy for you, is that you're protecting and respecting each other's innocence and purity. That you're choosing to hold yourself to God's word. In your relationship, again, it's not based on feelings. It's based on the word of God, the covenant of God. That you're protecting each other's innocence and purity. You're choosing to wait because that person is that much special to you. And lastly, you're, you're exclusive with, one, one, um, with each other. You're not worrying about who this person, uh, who your significant other might be talking to on the side or texting at midnight or, or DMing throughout, you know, throughout the day. But you have rest and assurance that you are exclusive with one another. If all these things are are present in your relationship, these are wonderful green flags to have. And that's all that I have for you with this message. Um, there's a part three. There's going to be a part four where I'm going to talk about green flags for um, for godly men and women. And I want to close this message out in prayer. I truly do pray that this message has um, has given you some confirmation and assurance that you are you're with the right person and you guys are headed in the God direction. And if these things uh, they're not hitting home for you, you might want to give it time, the relationship time for for it to grow. And all that I do when I, whenever I'm giving, uh, someone is asking me for advice about their relationship. The question that I always ask is, I ask them about the foundation of their relationship. I ask them if they have received, because it's, it's, it's a little bit uh, working backwards to give somebody counsel and, and advice if they haven't gotten God's confirmation first. And I hate to give advice if it's not in the will of God for you to be together to begin with. But if you haven't gotten to this point where you of where all these green flags are are waving in your relationship, and you can give it time, but in giving the relationship time to grow, you also want to be prayerful. And God, I just want to pray. I want to pray now for those um, who feel like they are in the gray area or they're, they're not, they're unsure of what your will is, God. I know that you're not the author of confusion. I know that it's not your will for us to waste time and to live outside of your will. So I speak clarity right now to the person that's listening to this message I pray Jesus that you will answer them and that you will answer them suddenly so that they won't waste another day another second trying to preserve and build something that you didn't call to exist to begin with and for those who are flourishing in their courtship and their relationship and 
And Lord, the things that I've talked about and that you have given me that you place on my heart to talk about in this message and all of those things are are prevalent. All cylinders are working. Jesus, I pray that you will protect it. Protect this relationship from the enemy. Help them to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. I pray that their love will grow. I pray that their their courtship will bring bring glory to you, Jesus, and, and that their courtship will be a testimony for those who are single, those who are waiting patiently for you to unveil the love of their life. I pray that for God. Um, I pray God that those who are are waiting that they are using the wisdom that you give have given them to prepare for what they're waiting for if it's healing that they be let them be healed if it's a soul tie cut it jesus if there's lack of the fruit of the spirit i pray that you will stir the holy spirit within them that those fruits that those um that the fruit of your spirit just come will come alive in them, and that you give them a strength, give them the strength and the supernatural ability to walk in the fruit of your spirit, Jesus, because you did in flesh. And Jesus, I love you, I honor you, Lord. Thank you so much for this message. I pray, Lord, that I have blessed someone, and it's in your name, Jesus, that I pray, amen. Stay tuned for part three and part four, where, where I will continue on with the conversation of green flags and the godly relationship. I'm going to I'm going to start with women first green flags that a, that a woman should look for um, in her relationship, courtship with a with her godly man, as well as men. Men, you know, we have to look out for certain things and be discerning as well. I love all of you. Thank you for. Um, for listening to this message. Uh, God bless you.